Hi guys, it's Esther here, assistant producer at Africa Eye Film Festival. And as you all know, we've got an upcoming event next week, an online film screening by Simon Bright, and I'm joined here with him in Cotton talking more about it. So I'm going to be showing my film uh, Mbira Music, Spirit of the People, and talking to two friends of mine who are Zimbabwean women Mbira players. Um, the Mbira is a traditional Zimbabwean instrument. It's a, a thumb piano. I'm sure many of your listeners will know what I'm talking about. And quite a long time ago, in the uh, 1990s, I made this film about the Mbira. Um, the reason being that it's an instrument which is used traditionally to summon ancestral spirits when people require advice from their ancestors. If you go into a trance, the spirit takes possession of someone. Mm-hmm. In order to summon that spirit, the mbira is one of the instruments that's used. Wow. Yeah. And um, with the mbira, is it, a, is it generally quite a gendered thing or is it open to both men and women? Well, yeah, funny you should say that because, yes, it has been gendered in the past and there have been some great... Mbira players, mostly men, people like Simon Mushoko. Um, but there's also a famous woman Mbira player who is also a spirit medium. Um, she's called Stella Chueshi, and her music is really strange and powerful. It's got that kind of magical element to it, you know, spiritual element. Um, I love it. Um, anyway, the long and the short is, I would say, mainly men have tr- played the instrument in the past, but commenting on my film, I've invited two women in beer players who are living here in England. Mm-hmm. And one is Anna Mudeka. She lives in Norwich, but she tours all over England playing the Mbira and with various shows. And she also danced in a group with one of the leading musicians um, who appears in the film. Mm. So that's a connection right there. Wow. And the other one is Millicent Chupanda. She lives in Birmingham. Again, she she tours all over the country um, performing. So it's going to be very interesting to have that from a different generation for me. They're, you know, they're a younger generation. And they're, and they're women, and they are professional and mirror players. Mm. So I'm going to be very interested to hear what they think of the film. But I'm also going to be asking them about their practice as mirror players in diaspora. Mm. Wow. Um, could you tell me a bit about your filmography if you've been in the past? Yeah. Um, I'm mostly a producer. Mm. Um and so I produced a feature film in 1996, which was directed by Ingrid Sinclair, um, who is also the co-founder of Africa Eye. Mm. Uh, and it's called Flame. And that was a film about women freedom fighters in the struggle for independence in Zimbabwe. And uh, it was selected for the Cannes Film Festival. Wow. So that was, that was a good hit. Nice. <laughs> um, and then I also 
later on, I made a, a feature-length documentary, which showed an Africa Eye, which was called Robert Mugabe, What Happened? And it's a kind of biography of Robert Mugabe, who was a very promising leader at one stage. And in the first 15, 20 years of Zimbabwean independence, achieved great things mm. for the country. I was there. I was in the civil service working in the Zimbabwe government, the Ministry of Agriculture, and he achieved astonishing results. And then um, power went to his head. He stayed on too long. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, frankly, you can see it with Donald Trump, can't yeah, you? I was going to say, I can, see, <laughs> I can see that parallel right there. <laughs> if, you, if you have a 75-year-old man who wants to hang on to power, just get rid of him. Take him around the corner and... You know, so um, I, I then also did a series called uh, Mama Africa, which mm. was um, six different films with six different African women directors, one from Tunisia, one from Nigeria, one from Burkina Faso, one from Zimbabwe, from Namibia, and from South Africa, mm. Mama Africa series. That's probably the most successful series that I've made. And again... One of those films won a prize at Cannes, the one from Burkina Faso mm. by Fanta Nacre. Yeah. So that was an interesting project because at the time when I made it, which was 2001, not many people around the world had heard much about African film, yeah. let alone African women filmmakers. So by... But I had been to, been going to African film festivals since um, 1989 um, in Burkina Faso and different parts of Africa. And I'd met and seen the films of these women directors and I realised that they were really good directors. Mm. But nobody had ever kind of put them together, yeah. called them Mama Africa, mm. packaged them like that. Mm. So as a producer I raised the money and we made the films. And that, that went all around the world. That was great. Yeah. And um, you also started Africa Eye. Could you tell me a bit about why that was and when that was as well? We started Africa Eye in 2005. Um, Ingrid and I had recently come from Zimbabwe and we had a lot of films in our suitcase, which we had made. And there didn't seem to be much African film in Bristol at the time. There had been something called Black Pyramid, um, which had, I think, stopped by the time we started. And so we wanted to create a space where we could show African cinema. I knew that Britain was always like a, the most, as a, as a Zimbabwean producer, I found it the most difficult place to sell my films into. Mm. So it became like a challenge. How can you show African films in Britain? Mm. Um, and it just grew from there. And we started in St. Paul's, actually. We started uh, at the Pyrian Centre and uh, that uh, church in Portland Square, oh. Circomedia, yeah. uh, and at the Kwumba. Mm. Uh, and we got a lot of support from the local community, from firstborn creatives. Uh, and then uh, the watershed decided they'd like to host us. So they offered us a place and gave us a lot of support. Mm. Um, 
yeah, the early years of Africa I were terrific. And that's great that we have people like yourself still running with this ball. And, um, it's been a pleasure to talk about all the different offerings that I've been giving over lockdown. You know, I've been keeping busy. It's mm. really great that that's still going on despite all this COVID malarkey. <laughs> yeah. Well, entertaining people in their homes. Mm. That's what it is. So, um, thank you so much for, okay. for talking with me. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that event. Okay. Come join us next Monday, Monday the 16th, on Facebook. It's a live event. Just check out our website, Africa Eye, and just look at our events and all the information on how to access it will all be there. Hope to see some of you there. Take care, guys. Bye.